0: This is the We Are Outdoorsmen podcast, built by outdoorsmen for outdoorsmen, presented by Herod Outdoors and Max Lure. Oh, the
1: top, line?
0: top line just got
2: this That's where it is. <laughs> yeah, that was my fault. There we go. I well, hope she does it again.
3: Back. Yes, we are. We're here. <laughs> we're up in the uh, the Leavenworth sweatshop up here. Yeah, God, it's hot. The the We Are Doorsman studio is a little warm today. We we'll get into that, but we got a special coffee going. And we're back. We went fishing. We did. And this is the We Are and podcast presented by Haird Outdoors and Max Lure. I'm Britton. Bobby and Richie are with us. We got the whole crew together two times in a row. No uh, Ford F-150 mobile studio. No. Which probably would have been You mean forward. when somebody bagged on us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Somebody has to work around here. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty checked out of work. Yeah, you are. I got a a trip coming up this week. We get into, but because I'm going to do some fishing down there too. Really? uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Oh, he has to. Well, he has to, to, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. But absolutely. uh, We got uh, a good guest on the show. Good. I, I mean, goods a pretty. Pretty strong word for uh, Dwayne England but uh, Dwayne, Dwayne uh, England's gonna be on the show today Richie and him got to do some fishing up on Banks Lake last week kind of show him the ropes on how to uh to catch some walleye you know he I, showed us the ropes on uh you know drifting for gotta, uh, coho and we're gonna show well, him some walleye I gotta, I gotta tell you man I, I,
2: I really wanted to be there because I wanted to rub it into you guys know I I, I lived over there for 20 years and and predominantly drift fished and when we got into that whole bobber dogging thing, you know, the very first fish that I missed and I was hung up or, you know, I not really understanding that whole thing. I I wanted to rub it into Dwayne walleye fishing. (laughs) Oh yeah. I really wanted to do that. Well, you can
0: right here remotely. Yeah. yeah,
2: But I want, I wanted to be there. (laughs) You want to do it in person and live. Yeah. Nice. Nice hook set, (laughs) Dwayne.
3: I wish I could have got him back for, uh, uh, yeah, for all yeah. the crap he gave you. I got you. a lot of crap. I, I was the, yeah, the but you absolute know what? noob, and um, I was a pretty easy target on the drift boat.
2: Oh, but, absolutely. Uh, you, you were absolutely on the bottom of the barrel, but you did a very good job, I got to tell you, because I've fished a lot of new people, and you,
3: you did very well. I'm unsurprised. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, no, like obviously, as you know, the foremost expert walleye fisherman in this room, I uh, oh, would have yeah. sh- that would have been a slaughter fest, me against Dwayne. Kind of, kind of, kind of like it was Bobby and I versus you a yeah. Kettle yeah, last God, week. Here we go. Oh.
0: <laughs> yeah, we went fishing up at Kettle Falls, which was good, but apparently not for me. Yeah.
3: <laughs> no, we did. So we uh, we've spent so many episodes over and over and over again telling you that we. Just need to get out and go fishing. We need yeah. to do this and we need to do this. Well, we had gone fishing a couple times, but not. It wasn't successful enough to even come on here and be like, "Yeah, well, we went out there because you know, lure <laughs> manufacturer and an outdoors TV show, yeah, yeah." Uh, but but now hold it, going yeah. out and getting skunked multiple times. But we're gonna blame weather a lot. It's been very moist. Ab- <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's been very
2: very moist this year. <laughs> you know, you, you guys got to remember, we we've canceled more trips than yeah. what we've gone on oh, yeah. this year yeah because of the you know the the up and down weather one day it's like 85 degrees and the next day it's snowing no it's never even made it past 70 now and you know don't what? give it credit no <laughs> i will not give it credit because it, that whole barometer has been going up and down up and like down i mean it looks yeah. like a damn clock yeah you know it so, has been tough tough
0: oh, for everyone well exactly and the water you know i mean it's like on the verge of being frozen again half the time, and we're out of that now. But still, it's been yeah. Rough. But
2: there again, you know, with like with the rains and stuff that we got, yeah we've yeah. got more precip right now than we usually have in six months.
3: Yeah, it's really changed. That storm, did you did you get a good storm come? Yeah, through? we did. We, uh, we I lost power for an hour and a half. Yeah, but that was like just bang, 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 and then sunny again. That mm-hmm. was gnarly. <laughs> it was. I, I'm out there mowing the lawn really as fast as I can
2: go. I mean, I'm just I'm mowing. And Kimberly Kimberly told me she said you better not look at that storm cloud coming in and, and there, we can hear thunder coming down the oh, canyon yeah. and, and I'm I'm just going and I just get done and it starts raining and I pull the mower into the into the shed <laughs> and as I'm closing the shed one of those lightning bolts cracks over the top of me I tell you what you'd have thought I was a little kid scared to living hell out of me yeah it was hardly. <laughs> I mean, it was just one of those giant cracks. And, of course, the dogs went nuts and are hiding oh, under the bed. Oh, yeah. And, you know. It sounded
3: like a war zone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We were, I was on the Wenatchee side of the river. All my buddies were on the other side. Like, it was just drizzling over here. I was yeah. like, dude, I'm like ducking for cover out here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just trying to keep the water out from coming through the windows. Yeah. yeah.
2: Nice I thought stuff. I was back on the other side of the
0: mountains again. Yeah, but man, you know
3: what you do when the power goes out? What? Read. Drink special coffee? Special coffee. Oh, special yeah. Coffee.
2: Oh yeah, that's what we're doing today. So today
3: we have a a new little uh, liqueur in our special coffee. Yeah, what is it? We got Saint George's Nola Nola coffee liqueur. You drink enough of it, I swear to God, you start speaking Cajun. Hey, it's pretty good.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Straight
3: out of New
0: Orleans. Yeah, yeah. It's it's actually really good for coffee. It goes perfect with coffee.
2: Yeah, I'll I'll have to tell Alyssa that uh, that uh, this stuff was
0: pretty good. It it was pretty good. We're, we're, Where's it from? I can't read and, it. And you gotta tell everyone who Alyssa is, because no one knows who Alyssa is. Bobby. Well, Alyssa's
2: my niece that that there you go.
0: is our local drug. De- I mean,
2: uh, <laughs> alcohol dealer. Our special coffee dealer. Our special coffee <laughs> dealer. She, <laughs>
3: that was something new every time yeah, yeah. they had me drinking yukon jack well was it on the boat with you guys
2: <laughs> he never had yukon jack before
3: oh jesus that is the worst yeah, tasting like thing syrup. on earth and no, bobby no. just swear it is syrup and yeah. we were just drinking it straight out of the pipe i'm telling you the way
0: to do yukon jack is you take a lime juice you, No, you take a the black lime spruce, the coconut. you take a black spruce bough and you stick it in there and you leave it for about three months and
3: then you drink it so let me tell you what Yukon Jack and lime juice. Snake bites. Yeah, snake bites. Yeah. Made in California. So I don't know about it. Oh. oh. It says Nola coffee liqueur, and it looks like. All right. So it's a cold brewed Ethiopian yurga chefe coffee beans, French chicory root, Madagascar vanilla, and organic cane sugar. Madagascar. Wasn't that a movie? Our abiding love (laughs) for New Orleans style (laughs) coffee. Robust, flavorful, and as deeply satisfying as your morning cup of Joe. Well it is. Because we make this spirit from real coffee it's and very natural good. sediment may form. Relax. It's harmless. <laughs> <laughs> and that should be that should be our, you know, our motto, motto? for any morning Rejected we drink. They're 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 relax. It's harmless.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like it.
3: This is the harmless, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean there's there's really nothing wrong with a little whiskey in the morning. No. No, no, this is made for coffee. And if yeah, if you put it in coffee, yeah, then you're good. It's just like yeah. uh, just a variation of your regular day, yeah. but no. more fun, right? <laughs> a lot least, more fun. At least to start with. <laughs> yeah. Then you, you know, Until, the one o'clock nap yeah, comes around. around. One o'clock,
0: it's kind of rough.
3: But. <laughs> so yeah, the the Saint George's uh, Nola coffee liqueur. Go check it out and sponsor us if you'd like to. So. <laughs> Well, uh, we're accepting all whiskeys to, to taste test um, for the, the podcast. So um. just let us know.
2: <laughs> just let us know.
3: <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, we we are guzzling that right now, and yeah. uh, we're gonna get into a little bit of fishing talk. We we did we started touching on us going up in fish and fishing kettle. So the preface this, we it was like a last ditch effort to get a walleye TV show done. Yeah. So we've yeah, been we we've get... been trying and failing a lot.
0: Yeah, it just hasn't turned on where we normally go, you know, no. banks or anywhere really for that matter. I guess they've been doing fairly well down on the Columbia, but we. Yeah, but up in the upper part,
2: down in the, down in the lower part. That's where down we the fish, lower part. They haven't been doing well. Yeah,
0: there's a couple places folks have been doing all right, but it's on and off. So it's yeah. kind of a crapshoot, you know. I mean, you, yeah. you drive a long ways and then. Do you have a show it was a uh, long ways too oh it ended yeah up being a long ways where we went although yeah. we thought it was just <laughs> but you up know the there, there was a <laughs> lot less people <laughs> a lot less people and really good fishing
3: yeah yeah it was so we hey. get out there and you dropped in. I mean, within thirty oh. seconds, fish on, and oh, yeah. then I yeah. had a fish on after like a minute and a half. And then I made the the fatal mistake of saying, "Wow, this is going to be a good day." Yeah, <laughs> it's Britton's yeah. fault. Yeah, we
2: caught we caught three fish in about oh right away three minutes oh, yeah. something Seriously. like that. And, and I did and, say and, that. I was like, and, "Wow, and this is a
3: sudden, big awesome change of pace." Yeah,
2: yeah. We thought, "Oh, this is going to be easy," so we just started doing you know playing a little bit and and. And then all of a sudden you realize, oh my God, we jinxed it already. Yeah. You know, this is well, not the, good. you immediately
3: said, don't say that. Just oh, keep yeah. catching we were, fish. <laughs> we were both were like, oh my God, he said it. Yeah. yeah. When I start talking about, I, I wish there'd be more wind, you know.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> and the wind starts picking up. Yeah.
2: But you know, the, the the thing that's neat about that area up there is, you know, you don't have the amount of people because you're you're so ways. far from everything that yeah. you know. It, it just doesn't get a lot of people up there. No. And the fishery is, well, you know, I talked to Doug a little bit mm-hmm. after the fact when we got back. I, I called Doug and talked to him. And, of course, I D- told Doug you. Doug Allen. Yeah. Doug mm-hmm. Doug Allen taught me a, a tremendous amount about the walleye fisheries here in Washington State, about walleye. You know, I mean, he, he pretty much mentored me on right. on that stuff. He's really knowledgeable. Yeah. <laughs> and the first thing he said is, oh, you hit the nursery, huh? And I said, yeah i think so <laughs> you know we fished at the mouth of the colville and we fished at the mouth of the kettle on both uh, spots and uh, we also fished out in the deep water where we caught one fish right but he goes yeah that that area is what you call the nursery and a lot of small fish he said you'll catch big fish in there but you got to cycle through a mm-hmm. lot of fish and i said you know we we caught a, a ton of 16 inch You know, perfect eater size. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Perfect eater size. You know, it it was a lot of fun and very enjoyable. But when you think about the Columbia River and the destination fishery that the Columbia River is, people give their eye tooth to come out here and fish. Because we fish not only, you know, you fish deeper water. Because we've got deeper water in the Columbia. And you're fishing on bigger fish. We don't have the numbers that they do. But on average, our fish are much larger. Mm -hmm. And so people, you know, they want to come out and and try to catch that elusive 20-pound walleye plus, you know. Right. You know, when you're in the middle of that nursery and you're catching these 16-inches and all of a sudden, you know, you get bitten and and you've got a 22-incher or a 20-inch, you know, fish. Holy cow, that's
0: great. Yeah.
2: But, you know, without the people up there, that's one of the problems I think that they have on Roosevelt is it just doesn't get hit enough. Yeah. to thin a lot of those smaller fish out, no. and, you know, to help create larger fish.
0: No, I agree. And I, and that's a reason I think Roosevelt, they set the limit to 16 yeah. so that we yeah. can help, you know, improve the size of the fish that are in the, in the reservoir there. And you certainly can do 16 fish days uh, each pretty easily at times. Now, we didn't do that, but we got a nice mess of them. No, is... but
2: if you think about it, we, we caught <clears throat> we caught almost 30 fish. Yeah if you would have been if you would have been fishing and we lizards. and we got done at 130 we quit fishing at 130
0: yeah well we had to drive you know oh half, i know but, halfway but, around the world. no
2: but is what i'm saying is if we wanted if we wanted to catch yeah limits, we could have kept oh he kept grinding easily but so, anyway
3: well let's talk about how we caught those so so we get into those those fish we're fishing like 45 to 60 feet of water in the morning immediately get on you know three fish started marking fish immediately tried to stay on that line it was just, the wind was kind of blowing us off also you know new water and yeah. so richie's just really trying to dial in the bottom and kind of see where we're at and you know find um all the breaks and everything and it got really slow we then decided to go in closer shore fish a little bit deeper actually we found like a little um found the actual shelf.
0: well we were fishing on a shelf to start with and it it had a quite a little contour to it so it was hard for me to stay right at that right depth but once we kind of dialed in that first place we were catching fish between 42 and like 46 feet Mm -hmm. and then like you said it got really slow and so we tried deeper water and then we found actually the channel the old channel of the colville river which we fished that a little bit thinking maybe that was we
3: were fishing like 90 feet there yeah yeah and and we come further out yep we pulled a a couple fish in, or I mean, yep. we were getting played with. It. You did catch a fish at like 90 feet, <clears throat> but then it was like you know, well, you, yeah. caught, you caught a burbot or something. Maybe. We caught a, well, yeah, well, we caught we bit. caught
0: that, caught several that third
2: that third fish out in that 90 foot water. Right, yeah, and but then we did catch a couple burbot, <clears throat> and but and we decided we had to get out of the burbot
0: hole. Yeah, but and, it wasn't really that great. I mean, we were yeah, no. I mean, we were getting onesie twosies. Like, no, nah, let's try the other spot. But when yeah. we went up to the other place, then yeah. we were consistently getting fish. Around about forty-eight to fifty feet deep, right? right? We were. I found a spot there where we just, we just stuck on, over. just stuck on that little contour line, and it worked out well for us. Yeah, except Kinda. for me.
3: We dialed in. <laughs> well, Bobby dialed in. So, so we were using. I've, well, I I started out with a slow death, like basically, a, basically just a small blade slow yeah. death. Yeah, and Bobby had switched out his slow death hook for a crawler harness and bobby's side of the boat was kind of on fire yeah he, so, he did pretty well as the walleye anglers we are what do we do we, we just switch, switched switch, everything out to harnesses. exactly crawler harnesses and yeah. the same color pattern bobby had on and you know even richie did that yeah. but um it takes a little bit more skill to be able well, to catch those fish that weren't biting very much
0: <laughs> i probably caught you know the most fish but because my back was to the rod filming you clowns <laughs> catch fish yeah yeah
2: oh i'm oh, I'm bit. Well, you gotta tell me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but no, it got it got fun. It was a finicky bite. It was, yeah, right. uh, you know, it was my first time actually catch. It was not my first time fishing the the new walleye rods, but they were so light that you're able to kind of feel that that uh, that little tick tick tick. And then yeah. it got really fun, kind of playing that, and you know, isn't that nice? Setting 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 the hook on those fish, and you know, they weren't very big, but we, it was. Constant. It was, I get two fish, Bobby gets one. I get three fish, Bobby gets one. (laughs) Oh, here we go. Here we go. I don't want to hear it from anyone of you. Oh,
2: my God.
0: No, we all got fish uh, ultimately, but um, I think the bite was. Up and down, and like you said, Bobby, I think if we just stayed on those fish for the rest of the afternoon. We would have just kept grinding at that pace. I mean, it, it, it was, we would have got our forty nice. fish. Oh, it, 42, it wouldn't whatever. have taken yeah. long at all. Not at all. Forty-eight. Yeah,
3: forty-eight. I mean, we could have. We probably pulled forty-eight fish over the rail. There were, I mean, we lost, <laughs> didn't we? Oh yeah, we lost quite a few. But the, and you got to remember, small the, those
2: those fish, not only being small, but they, they were, you know, walleye have have a consistency. There's one consistency when uh, I don't know if it's because of it, it's a predator fish, but that fish will always bite, bite, bite. You can time it when you're setting the hook. Yeah. You can feel it when they chomp down, when they let it up, you know, with, with those rods, they're so sensitive, right. You know, you can feel what's going on and you'd feel this bite and there's a hesitation and bite and, and, Th- there was no consistency. So it was what they were doing, and you saw, we hooked most of them with the trailer hook. Yes, and that's why you know fishing that that uh, crawler that harness. crawler harness versus the slow death hook for us worked that particular day yeah. way better than the than the uh, slow death hook.
0: Yeah, so I, it I was just that, you because
2: know. of the way they were biting. There was no you know you you had to pay attention to what you were doing
0: it's i think it's real important when you're fishing while i like that to notice those things because if if you're fishing a crawler harness with a really long worm and you're always getting the tail of it bit off shorten your worm oh absolutely if you're fishing a slow death hook and you're missing a lot of strikes put the trailer hook on and go to a harness you know but you got to get those fish up on the hook and i think that's kind of the key and You know, I talked about this when we interviewed Dwayne on the boat because those guys were missing fish. Sure. you got to let them get on there when they're acting like this. They're still lethargic. The water is cold. Mm -hmm. So they're acting a little bit, you know, here we are in June, but they're acting like we're fishing for them in March. So you got to let them get on. You really do. That little cadence you're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. That's kind of important. And that's part of the reason we designed our fishing rod the way it is so that you can really see that tip, see that light bite, feel everything that's going on so that you can actually well, set the Well and h-
2: and you, and you you saw it firsthand what you know yes. going going from that 90 foot water to yes. the shallower water oh, yeah, and leaving the... that leaving that lead ball on Yeah I didn't even think about it. Y- yeah you were dragging the bottom you weren't feeling anything. Well again you know? my
0: back was to the rod
2: most oh, of the time. Well there's there's no doubt there's, there's no some doubt excuses but in when room. you when you put <laughs> when you put that bottom mouncer on you were able to see Oh, there's a big difference. A huge up. difference. And huge again, difference.
0: that's the paying attention to the details, which and I'm you fishing, know I'm running the boat, I'm running the camera, I'm yeah. not usually paying attention. So it's a good thing you said something, because I was yeah. not paying attention, no, I, but I, that I, was the difference maker. I was
2: beginning to wig out, because Britton and I had catch, yeah. catch three or four fish, and then we'd catch yeah. three or four fish, and we're looking over at Richie, and Rich, what's going on over well, there?
0: Well, we had four rods out, right? No, we had five. No, no, we had four because I won't like because yeah, Bobby rod fished
3: rod two, I fished one, and see, oh, again, you only had why, one. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's we, why four. When, that works. When best I have in my more boat. fish in the boat than you do with one rod. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god! Here but, we go. Uh, I did. I have think yeah, I was
2: catching three to one over Brittany. Not even all close. All of a sudden, he's catching <laughs> three to one over me.
3: No, I think it was a lot closer than he thinks.
0: All I know is that there were four rods out in the boat and. Three were getting bit. and yeah. One was not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's
3: half the time, you know, if if Richie's rod started getting bit a little bit, you just let a lot line out, and then you know you get tangled up a little bit, just, <laughs> yeah. just to ensure he doesn't catch any fish. That's
2: part of the problem. You did well, keep me well, tangled. We won't we we long even long. go there. Yeah. But uh, anyhow, y- yeah. no, you know, it it's, a it's the little subtleties that, that you have to, you know, remember, and there again when i'm in the boat you got to remember i'm fishing four rods and mm. i'm paying attention to all four rods and Richie's rod was not getting bit therefore there's something different there's something that, yeah. that's going on what, what well, do we need to do yeah yeah, yeah. you know it, it, it's it I, I want everybody catching fish
3: right the water was a little dirty so we went a little uh mm-hmm. you know we were small profile but had uh you know, bright colors on. So we're using the UV burst and some chartreuses, oranges and glows.
2: You know, that that's that's one of the things that 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 really amazed me. That small profile versus originally when Britton was fishing at that, that large profile uh, was using crawler like, harness yeah. off the bat, you know, he as soon as he saw me catch a few fish, he changed over to a larger profile, but crawler harness. Right. He didn't get bit, didn't get bit, didn't get bit. Take it off. Take a a couple beads off and put it back on. And now you've got this smaller profile. All of a sudden, you're getting bit.
3: I was using a 1.5 green smile blade. And I switched it out for crawler crawler Well, I was basically fishing a, a slow death rig. With a one five blade initially, right, and then I switched it off. I went down to a one one, one. and mm-hmm. then threw on the crawler. And just like you said, you know, because they're light, light bite, light yep. bite. They're not going to stay with that slow death hook, and so you we were getting them all on that trailer hook.
0: Yeah, and yeah. that's that's been my experience with lethargic cold fish. The smaller the profile, the yep. better you're going to do. So, Absolutely. So all those things kind of lined up. But yep. yeah, I think yep. I think an important part is the the color of the water. You mentioned it, mm-hmm. and just using a color that will be visible because it's pretty stained there's a lot of you know runoff right now and you yeah. want them to be able to see it
3: and not worked really well for us yep. yeah
0: yeah
2: so
3: well. it was good we got on some fish got a good show um after this we're actually gonna go film the interviews for that show and then richie will um have it done by the end of the weekend and mm-hmm. then have it sure up on YouTube for you guys to watch sure it. i will <laughs> <laughs> but uh no it was good um we're excited for you guys to watch it whenever he gets around to actually getting to work and um Man, brutal. We do? Yes. Anyway, uh, we are going to take a quick break. Special and then, coffee break. Yeah, we're going to have to refill. And then when we get back, Richie, Dwayne, and Matthew that's Messing thats right are out on Banks Lake catching walleye or attempting to catch walleye. Yes, we caught some. It's a great interview, so um, we will be right back. Well folks, it's spinner season on the Columbia River and your area lakes and that means it's time to throw on your Smile Blades. Get them in five different sizes and dozens of colors and right now you can get them at Maxler.com for 15% off using code SMILE15. That's again using code SMILE15 at Maxler.com to get 15% off five packs of Smile Blades.
0: Today I'm out here on Banks Lake and I've got Dwayne England with me and Matt Messing from Matt Messing Fishing Charters. And these guys came over from the coast I'm showing them a little bit of walleye fishing. How are you guys doing? Doing fantastic.
4: Of course. i right, enjoy enjoying the east side weather today. Yeah, you are.
0: Get, we're getting the moss off the back of these guys and showing them a little bit about the dry side. Mm-hmm. You know, Dwayne, we tried to do this before and we were back at your
1: studio and we did a great podcast what happened to that yeah there's a there's a coefficient factor involved uh by the uh, title of britain and uh somehow the file was lost it's probably the the greatest podcast ever recorded i think it might have been it might have been the greatest podcast
0: ever recorded and I, I believe that britain had a little electronic issue yeah yeah he's not the it guru we all were led to believe he is so <laughs> Well, so actually, I was telling Dwayne, I think maybe this might be a little funner anyway, because we're out here, we're trying to hook some walleye. Uh, Matt, this is your first time walleye fishing, in it?
4: Yeah, this is the first time ever, ever attempting these guys. Uh, so far, it's a lot similar to linkod fishing.
0: Right, which is what you do, right? You you uh, do a lot of bottom fishing over in the salt in Puget Sound.
4: Yep, a lot of bottom fishing out there. A lot of saltwater salmon and and on the sound. And that's, uh, that's kind of our gig right now. It's all lane cod right now, so this is kind of fun chasing a little freshwater lane.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is pretty fun. We've got one fish this morning. The bite has not been great. Uh, we've, we're just on the backside of a couple of storms that went through. And so, um, actually, the bite has picked up today. One thing we're noticing is that we're getting bit but not committing. So that's kind of a typical thing. Uh, so they're starting to go on the bite. I think Banks Lake is going to pick up here soon, but... Um, so Dwayne, tell me uh we talked about this before and but uh you have Fish Hunt Northwest. Tell me about your your show.
1: Yeah, Fish Hunt Northwest, we're uh well we're into season four. So we got three three full years of doing Fish Hunt Northwest. It's a little bit different of a presentation in that it is all about outdoors fishing and yeah. hunting. But we're in a studio and we have a lot of insightful uh, dialogue, in-studio guests, phone interviews. Um, another part of our studio is our how-to portion where we really break down, get the granular information that people really seek, and it could be anything from how to rig for this or how to rig for that, curing bait, how to how to get, you know, breasts out of a duck, how to fillet a lingcod versus how to fillet a salmon. I mean, we'll show it all in there in the bait lab uh, with the overhead camera and stuff, and we can really get in tight, Um, to show that that hands-on approach you know and it's all it's all live I mean put the show together each week Um, the goal is to be relevant and in time with all that's going on we we have you know adult conversations about the political side of things what I refer to are issues that you need to be aware of that keep us off the water or out of the woods and that has become even more prevalent as of late you know, the general makeup of our Washington State Fish and Wildlife Commission and all the persons who have a hand in deciding when it is we get to go, where it is we get to go and for what. And so the more we have those types of conversations, the more people respond because my co host Tommy Donlin and I, we don't we don't stand on a platform and preach of this or that, but we invite guests into the studio or have those on on phone segments. And let people you know, speak of their platform. Mm -hmm. And these different organizations and groups, uh, you know, there's a lot of them out there. Um, NSIA, CCA, Mm -hmm. um, you know, Hatchery and Wild, there's just, there's a lot of different organizations that are vying for people's attention and monies, you know, for these conservation groups. And so we invite all of them in to talk about various topics and let the people who are tuning in decide whether they're going to support that group or not. And I think that's a fair and balanced way to do it.
0: Yeah, I think that's a real interesting format. There's not a lot of radio shows or TV shows or anything that kind of deal with it in the way that you do, kind of in a live format. And I think that's pretty unique. But the one thing I would say that is that I really enjoy about your show is just the whole learning aspect and your willingness to teach people how to do different things. And so I think that's a real important aspect or a real... Important component of your
1: show is teaching people. That's what we want to do, right? Yeah And and that's really what it comes down to we want to teach people to be successful So all those how-to's in the bait lab is one component of it But then when we're out on the water in the woods and filming what it is We go out and do whether we're successful or not, but we'll do the how-to's and break it down for you Whether we're you know on Tommy's boat fishing ocean for tuna or halibut deepwater lings salmon We'll fish Puget Sound for salmon and, and bottom fish um resident coho we'll we'll fish the lakes the rivers the reservoirs we cover it all and i think that's the other unique thing about our broad diversity and content is that between tommy's lifelong obsession with saltwater fishing and (laughs) and mine mostly being uh focused on a lot of the freshwater fisheries we come together and i i like the fact that we can cover such a broad spectrum and you're right richie we we focus on teaching you the how and all the way up to, like, taking care of what it is you've harvested. And then we also work with uh, Jeff uh, Maxfield, is is the owner and uh, head chef at Finn's Bistro. So we'll go up there and we'll film a number of cooking segments with him, and it's always fish, fowl, and game. And every so often we'll interject one of those cooking segments into the show. And, and people just love that because now we're teaching them how to obtain it, how to take care of it, and then ultimately how to cook some amazing recipes.
0: Yeah, of course, and that's what I really like as well, as you know, the whole field-to-table yeah. aspect is something that I enjoy and have promoted for a long time, and, and you guys do a great job with that. Your wife, Sherry, is the one who hosts that part of the segment,
1: correct? Yeah, she's in the kitchen with Jeff. She co-hosts uh, all the cooking segments, and of course, you know, Mama Shing. she takes care of everybody that comes she, to the house. She's a heck of a cook. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, like we talk, I should be 300 <laughs> pounds, right? But, uh You know, and that's really um, part of what separates our show out, too, is, like, we have the studio that we built. People, guests get to come to our home. We share that with you. We sit down and have a meal, you know, break bread together, um, give thanks, and then we we go in and do the show. And it's just kind of a different feel, you know, and. One thing Sherry's concerned about is as we grow and get bigger, she's like, I don't want to lose that sense of family and bringing friends in and sharing meals and those things are important. And And it really is kind of unique in that regard.
0: No, I think so. it is as well. And we were over there fishing. There'll be a, a show coming up this fall on the Northwest Outdoors where we fish with Duane uh, on a coastal river for coho. That was a lot of fun. And we got to experience all of that. And it was uh, a really... Enjoyable. I, I agree. I think that is what kind of sets you apart. Matt, did you have you had a chance to be on the show? Did he did he let you in?
4: Yeah, yeah. I, I got to I got to go to the house and yeah and get get fed by Sherry. Yeah. And it was it was amazing. It was some awesome food and, and healthy cooking too. You know, not not a lot of extras in there. It was uh, it was awesome.
0: It it's was, not it's not only good food. It's a hell of a lot of food.
4: It's a lot of food. Yeah, it, it was tough to go do the show afterwards. I was, I was ready to take a nap.
1: That's that's the way it was. I know. It was like, oh great, now they're in a coma and we got to do a show. Yeah. And, and we need to be uh, we need to be awake w- uh, and uh, you know with some energy here, boys. So. Yeah. And then we bring out the coffee, right? Six o'clock. <laughs> right. Brewing up the coffee, so. Well,
0: I'm standing up here. I wish you could see what we're doing. We're huddled around this microphone and we're kind of watching the rods. Our heads are on a swivel. Mm-hmm. And I just marked a fish on the graph, so I stood up because I got excited. And I'm, we got to get Matt a walleye here. Yeah, you,
4: first walleye, we got to be the first one. Be the first, wouldn't yeah. It?
0: yeah, we got to do it. Uh, he had a chance, but it was a swing and a miss, wasn't it? Oh, it was horrible.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you're a professional fisherman. Seriously, <laughs> Come on, <how> I <laughs> hey, you know, I, I do what I can. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, sure. Dwayne, your swing was yeah. kind of ginger. I, it ginger. was, I just I was soft, soft approach. Well. <laughs> Proof is in the pudding. That wall is in the box. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> right, He's
1: okay, the only one. Want. He's the only one that got one. The rest of yeah. us are here going, what, exactly. what the hell? So, yeah.
0: Oh look, well, you're if, getting bit right now. Yeah. Look at this. Get it. Go. Get it. Get oh, it. Oh, jeez. Get it. Out. Come on. Yeah, now one. let's see what he does. Matt, he can he do it? it? If it's anything oh, like he's on got, my boat, it's on. He catches a lot,
4: but
1: oh, what happened? It came off. You know why? Because his mouth is hard, and I didn't set the. hook. You didn't set the hook. I swept, but I didn't set. He was kind of like that was a good excuse bite. me that was a Do, good bite Just your husband fish <laughs> yeah can you say that <laughs>
0: yeah you sure you can hell yeah you can say that excuse, <laughs> that's what, your excuse, it, ma'am. Your excuse me ma'am did your husband fish
1: did your husband set <laughs> hooks that's what your dad always used to say yeah. wasn't it yeah well we had a season there <laughs> where i was fishing so much i got tendonitis in my right elbow i mean bad and i think a lot of us have been there so i had that you know chronic <laughs> fishing elbow right and you know, I had to learn to cast my bait casters, you know, I went, I went, I broke down, I went and bought a right-handed reel, and I decided I was going to teach myself to cast left-handed, and then, this is as we transitioned into winter steelhead fishing and so i took that bait caster in my left hand and a right-handed reel and i was like i'm gonna cast left hand and the first one i tossed out they kind of duffed it up my dad looked at me and literally said excuse me ma'am there's your husband fish and that has always stuck with me it's pretty funny so
0: it's it's kind of a thing now because he said it to britain when we were on the we were filming the show and uh, he's like, oh, man, you're going to put that in there? I'm like, yeah, that's funny than heck. Uh, it was some- Something that your dad said, and I think it's pretty funny. And well, so now we're just giving each other a hard time.
1: With Britton, <laughs> you know, he's used to using big casting reels, but in troll fisheries, yeah. like we're doing right here today, yeah. walleye and, you know, yeah. smallmouth and whatnot. Now we get him out on a river and he's casting bait under a float with a bait caster and 10 and a half foot rod. Yeah. There's a learning curve. There's
0: a big learning curve. So
1: I expected, you know, several birds nests. I had like six <laughs> or eight reels uh, in reserve just figuring we are going to be swapping out reels, you know, throughout the day. But he got it down and then, you know what, he ended up catching some fish. It was great. Yeah.
0: So. Uh, it's kind of funny. It's a thing now. We're just giving each other a hard time, but that's the way it goes. That's What fishermen do. Uh, I started asking you, what do you guys think of this setting here? I mean, this is oh, this is beautiful, this is pretty beautiful. Yeah, this, isn't is, it?
4: this is a nice change of setting
0: for me, especially. Yeah, yeah. yesterday you guys uh, went out to Lake Roosevelt, you fished there a couple times. Have you fished there before, Matt?
4: I believe that was the second time out there as well. Yeah,
0: yeah, and, and you've been there several times,
1: right? Yeah, I've had I even had my other boat there a few years ago, and right now with this new Allied, I've been trying to perfect uh some of these fisheries over here you know it's like we're on the west side so we don't get over here all the time and when you get over here you fish for a couple of days and you always take something away you learn a little something and you know yesterday kind of like this morning it was beautiful very little to no wind uh started out raining but uh in short order that rain stopped and we we had a really a nice day weather-wise um yeah we're just uh trying to perfect my side planner program out here because that is really an asset to some of these fisheries.
0: Right, when you get on Lake Roosevelt, uh, especially with really calm water and the fish are on the surface, one of the things that you wanna consider doing is getting your your gear away from your boat, uh, out of the boat path, and you can do that a couple ways. You can go out the back a long ways, or as Dwayne says, you can um, use side planers, and your side planers are a little unique.
1: Yeah, I I built some side planers last year and I wasn't happy with them, and this year I said, "Okay, I'm gonna re-retool mm-hmm. this thing." And I, I kind of came up with a design. I was looking at some plans online. You can find plans and whatnot. And I kind of changed them up a little bit of what I thought would work. And um, and then it's all about what type of deployment and retrieval system. Right. And yeah, for my boat, it's uh, very unique. But boy, Matt, um, they they flat out work.
4: Yeah, it worked. It was a slick setup, yeah. and I mean first time using them for me and I mean that was we, we went flawless all day yeah, Not, yeah everything was nice and easy
0: one thing that I was real impressed with is just uh, we were in my boat out there and um, we were watching you turn I'm surprised how well you turned you had them out like a hundred feet you yeah. were driving weren't yeah you yeah I was
4: driving we had out a hundred feet on each side and yeah I just kind of kept testing it and testing it and then just boom we, we started able, yeah. able to make some pretty tight turns getting close to shore to get in and around some of these spots and yeah we're great
0: yeah i thought so too you guys uh, it was a tough day i talked to some older guys uh on the bank there when we pulled out and you know who fished there all the time they said it's one of the slowest days ever i didn't touch it i got a bite but i didn't touch a fish and i've yeah. fished there before but you guys did pretty well for a tough day i think you did real well
1: yeah we got into 10 or so fish and you know boated a handful got yep. some real nice wild fish we let go and them things are scrappy man they're so fun to fight yeah. on those kokanee rods and then we ended up with a couple uh a couple of those triploid hatchery keepers mm. you know that i think the biggest one was 20 inches but they're healthy fish and they cut so red and don't
0: though
1: yeah the fishing i mean it has been tough you talk to folks and i think it's It kind of is representative of the weather systems that have come through here we've been getting them on the west side too it's it's got everything knocked out of kilter here i mean i none of our fisheries seem to be performing for the end of may here like they should be especially when we're talking you know lakes and reservoirs so hopefully that's turning around here as we uh get a little stable a little more stable weather
0: and i think that's exactly what we're seeing today um things have changed a little bit i've fished here since winds well actually um Thursday Thursday here on banks water temp right now this morning is around 57 degrees, which I Keep a log because I fish out here quite a bit and um, normally for this time of year. It's probably you know six to eight degrees uh, Warmer than it is currently I know that it had gotten up to 62 at the middle last week and people were doing really well on the bite and it um, It's just not been that great here. So now we're on the backside things are warming up bite should be coming on so yeah, i was uh, interested we were talking earlier matt about the similarities between doing this and what you do just when we're fishing for fish on the bottom i mean what are some of the things that you notice already that are real similar to what you normally do
4: um so especially something new we started doing this year kind of trolling our, our, our grubs around basically and uh yeah it, it's very similar very slow speed you just kind of have that presentation whatever you're working with just bouncing right off that bottom mm-hmm. and just kind of work along the structure lines and, and all, you know you're looking at the maps are very similar yeah. of what you would go look for you know when you're chasing some link
0: yeah we're working today we're working uh, anywhere from 24 to about 20 feet of water it seems to be where we're marking a few fish and uh, getting the f- fish to bite and we're going about uh, anywhere from 0. 0.8 To one mile an hour we seem to have better luck when I'm up more around one mile an hour Which means to me they're starting to chase and then Kind of one of yeah, we noticed some fish that are a little bit suspended and they come down. So uh, The real key with these is to kind of know when to strike. Has that gone well for you yet there Matt? (laughs) Yeah, that's uh, I'm still learning (laughs) still learning. uh, Know when to set the hook uh, and then Dwayne over here needs
1: to learn to set the hook yeah well i have patience and sometimes it's <laughs> my demise i have too much patience right so yeah uh yeah i that uh, you know nice long sweep keep them on there and then pop it a little bit yeah, and i think yeah. that last one i probably would have stuck yeah yeah you were so. that
0: was a good bite you did mm-hmm, a good job but mm-hmm. you just really gotta kind of give them a little what for right there at the end so
1: I'm looking for my bobber. So like you're looking for your bobber. Where's my floating egg? Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, there's no floating eggs out here. Look at that. We're marking fish on the bottom right here. I hope yeah. we get another one while we're
1: talking here. Oh, right yeah. Mm. So what do you got coming up uh, on the show, or fisheries, yes. or all of it? Yeah. Uh Boy, things are going to start getting busy. What's, I mean, I want to hear about what's coming
0: up potentially with the show what's, the, what's can, the can we throw that out already do you, you want to just say what you're what you're doing here well this is,
1: it, you hear it here first maybe possibly. come on we could throw that out there right? <laughs> uh, on the we
0: are doorsman podcast come on
1: i think we're we're shooting for mid-july we'll <laughs> we'll finalize a lot of stuff here this week but i'm really hopeful and and i think it's going to come together we'll we'll find our show on root sports uh hopefully starting mid-july or maybe first of august we'll be still pulling it together but um and we'll have, to, we'll have to change a few things in how we present our show, because currently we stream live um, every Thursday evening, 6 p.m., uh, and every week. I mean, we're doing 50 shows a year, so it's a live-streamed show. It's funny. People refer to it as a podcast. I'm like, you can actually watch it. This <laughs> right. is, is a streamed show out of a studio and all those components that I mentioned before, but uh, live every Thursday, 6 p.m., and, it, and we multicast on our Facebook page and our YouTube channel. Now we're going to take the first half hour of the show as we kind of, we're going to have to rework it, revamp it, make it network uh, ready. But um, yeah, the first half hour of the show each week will then the following week be on uh, Root Root Sports, I think either Saturday or Sunday morning.
0: that's the plan right now. Things are not all signed and in the works, but here you go. We're working on it. Here you go right
1: here. You heard it here. Should happen. (laughs) <laughs> it will happen it will happen it's going to be there and i think people are going to enjoy it because yeah. it's going to be a little bit of a different presentation and very informative so
0: no it's going to be good i hope that they pair us together there may yeah. shows together yeah that'd be nice people yeah. learn all about the northwest a
1: little block of uh knowledge right yep. a little hour long of, of
0: good presentation focus yeah. on the outdoors and here in the great northwest oh there we go we got For another bite huh? come on matt i think it might yeah, be your turn it could be
1: yeah
0: is it going to do it
1: He felt you walking towards it, he said, I know, oh, Uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you better take
0: it, you better take it. (laughs) So one thing we're using today are uh, the Max Lure uh, Smile Blade Slow Death, Mm -hmm. and one thing, it's um, you pinch the worms with those slow death hooks, and it really helps when we're kind of having these short bites like this because then it gets the fish right on the hook. So it's a little bit of a technique. There's a variety of colors that we're using. That's a nice thing about the Smile Blade is that you can change up and get all kinds of colors, but these uh, Smile Blade Slow Death are working well for us today. We just need to get these guys to set the hook a little bit better. Are we getting another one over here? Oh, boy. Well, it looks like a couple rods are getting involved. We've been talking for about 20 minutes now, so we'll probably sign off and uh, do this again thanks for visiting with me are you going to set the hook or what
4: (laughs) i'm
1: waiting for this fish to commit (laughs) (laughs) thanks Dwayne. yeah thanks richie always a pleasure buddy thanks
3: Well, the tables have turned. God, it was nice listening to Dwayne struggle catching those fish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you, Dwayne.
0: Don't, don't you wish you were there? I, to give I, do. Time. I, I, I do.
2: Absolutely wish I was there. I I probably wouldn't have said anything. So, <laughs> yeah, you know.
0: I'm sure not.
2: Yeah. Oh, nice job, Dwayne. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I had a blast fishing with those guys. No. It was too short. We yeah. We just uh needed a little more time. They would have got it figured out but Oh sure. <laughs> yeah, he's awesome good I don't enough fisherman. You guys saw I posted some pictures on my Instagram, Herod Outdoors Instagram of Dwayne he's got the fishy that he finally caught, you know, he's looking at it like I what know that is, is that funny. Thing? <laughs> I'm definitely posting that picture. Yeah. <laughs> you need to make a little fun of him. Uh, just saying. Uh, We're all so proud of you, Dwayne. <laughs> <laughs> And then Matt got that really nice fish that we released. That was cool. Yeah, that was nice He fish. thought that was That was, was a really nice fish. <laughs> he got his first and maybe his biggest what walleye ever. you say ever? it was like six,
3: seven pounds?
0: Yeah, it was in that seven pound to six or seven, eight I was going to say, that or was seven to, like eight, seven to eight, eight anyway. Yeah, it's somewhere right in there. I didn't weigh it, but... Um, spawned out female? It's a spawned out female. You yeah. know, if you looked at it, it was mostly head. Yeah. And that, you know, that fish well, just a couple months fish, ago was... I mean, that was a nice fish. It was a nice fish. A couple months ago, that would have been a ten pound fish. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, yeah fun it time.
3: Nice, it was nice to see that uh, Banks was fishing a little better. We mm-hmm. went out a couple weeks before. Yeah, that. you and I. Phew. And uh, well, Bobby went out on Shalann, and then we went up and just had a little boys' weekend up at the cabin. And, don't uh, give anybody any ideas. <laughs> we watched a lot of YouTube videos and uh, I invited drank a little you bit guys
2: to come up and fish with Jeff and we I. We caught
3: a beer can.
0: We got a beer can. And a perch. And a perch. That was our weekend. Yeah.
2: You, you guys should have come up to Chelan. Jeff well, and we, I went out and fished for like an hour and 20 minutes. And and then we started twiddling our thumbs because we had 20 fish in the boat and, and decided that
3: I guess we had to go home. Well, we he per- called us like 7.30 and they were done. And we were just getting on. We were marking so many damn fish. It was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. We were bouncing lures off their head. We threw the ringer at them. And they weren't biting. But we came in and it made us feel better that the fish checker was like saying, you know, for the last week and averaging a half, they're averaging less, one than fish a, less than a fish a boat. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, he's coming over, you know, trying that to check. Sucks. How many did you guys get? And like, are you just trying to like make us feel bad? What do you mean? <laughs> you clearly know no one's catching fish. And then you've got to come over here and make us like actually like on, yeah. you know, camera actually prove that we didn't catch anything. It was terrible. It was I tried to hightail it out of there. It took the furthest parking spot away and he just jumped in his truck and drove after us. <laughs>
2: you should have you should have told him oh yeah we got we got 20 fishing. yeah <laughs> well
3: apparently some guy some guy the day before was like yeah i got 30 you know, well he checked him that day and yeah. he had zero and he's like but yesterday i had 30 i was like okay buddy yeah, <laughs> yeah. sure yeah. sure you yeah. did yeah but tell us a little bit about uh since we've been talking all walleye you uh you and jeff you know had a nice stringer out there
2: oh yeah yeah you know it, it was a lot of fun it, You know, Chelan, this time of the year, when those fish get down in that lower basin, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, growing up, that's what we did. But we only fished them when they were down at Lakeside Park down in the lower basin, you know, in that 30-foot water. And and, uh, it was something that you did, and then all of a sudden they were gone because they moved back up lake because the water warmed up, and, and they start moving back up into that colder water. You know, we never really thought about it. Everybody always thought that those fish basically travel back up to Stahican. Mm -hmm. But we've since learned that, you know, you've got really two different batches of fish. You've got the lower basin and the upper basin. A few tributaries in the lower basin that have fish spawn in them, as well as they plant fish. And the lower basin is one portion of fish, and the upper basin is another portion of fish coming out of the Stahican and and a couple other small tributaries that, that, uh, they spawn in. It's one of those things that you, you learn over the years, you know, what's going on, what they're doing, where they go. And of course, Jeff and I went to our favorite spot. It was the first spot that I took Anton and Jeff to when they asked me to show them how to catch kokanee. Hmm. I took them out there and this is no kidding. Jeff and I are out there and it was one of those mornings in the sp- early spring the fish were just starting down lake. I took them out there, and it started raining. And Jeff and I, and this was the year the, when we were catching those 17-inch fish. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we had like, I don't know, two-thirds of a, of our fish. We had like two-thirds, and we had like two limits in the boat. And Anton wanted to go in because his hands were too cold. And Jeff and I are looking <laughs> at each other going, are you kidding me? We're, we're not going in. Yeah. And, and, of course, it was Anton's boat yeah and anton took us out
0: uh, oh God. and
2: anton wanted to learn how to coconut. And, and he said i've got enough information i you know i want to go in because my hands are cold and jeff and i are about we started rolling around on the deck having fits because we didn't want to go in you know <laughs>
0: like two but kids. anyhow we
2: we went back out to the same spot and and uh literally we fished for an hour and 20 minutes and and caught our 20 fish and headed in and we had some decent fish you know their chelan's just been up and down and and you'll get into those schools of the uh 11 12 inch fish and then you'll finally get into some of those 13 and a half 14 few 15s and it it was about half and half of of what we got so uh you know it it was great fishing typical
3: uh double d coconut double whammy kokanee pro sling blade we, we had we had uh, a double whammy
2: kokanee pro with a double d on two rods on one side and the other side we had one sling blade and a double d coconut and i think a, a double whammy kokanee pro and i and i fished a, i i played around with a few things you know you know me i'm always playing with something so sure. I had something else on there for a little bit, and, and
0: uh, how did our new nine-foot rods perform? Oh,
2: they they performed fantastic. We, you know, we had four ounces on them on the outside rods, and and we got just as many bites on those as we did mm-hmm. on the uh, downrigger rods. Yeah. We were we were fishing relatively shallow. You know, thirty-five to fifty-five feet is nice. where most of the fish were early
0: in the morning. It didn't happen for us, did it? Rick? No, I I wish no. you guys I wish was, you guys would have come over.
3: We got uh, we got weathered. We got rained, on, we got rained and on and wind and yeah, we just didn't have any luck. No. We didn't, we weren't marking anything. We went all to the same spots. We even went to the Honey Hole Walleye spot. Nothing and
0: well, that one spot we marked a lot of fish. They just wouldn't I, bite.
3: I caught a, <laughs> I hooked a beer can on the bottom at 150 feet. What kind of beer? Right on the lip of the beer and hauled that thing up and it was a bush light. Take me back to my college days. There you go. It was beautiful. I, I posted the video of it. To um, Richie's favorite platform, Bushlight can. It was. I mean, you could tell what it was. It had been down there for a while. It was full of just guck. Full of gunk. But uh, I posted it. I asked. I asked (laughs) asked Bushlight to sponsor me. (laughs) Not a single response from Bushlight. Just radio silence from Bushlight. Radio silence. (laughs) Can you imagine? How's your TikTok game going, Richie? Oh, I I love it. He's good. Yeah, you guys got to go follow uh, Harrit Outdoors on TikTok. (laughs) He's he's putting out some awesome content. Yeah. We, we're we're starting to get in the TikTok game. We're you know young at heart and uh, trying to figure this thing out. I've had a couple of videos go a little viral, and uh, so Richie's on there, and he's yeah. you know. Britain says I need to be on there more, but you know,
0: I got other things to do.
3: Well, you, you know, there's you know, you can you can make some time <laughs> for some content. I'm telling you that much. Uh yeah, TikTok, TikTok,
0: that's why long. it's called TikTok. TikTok, TikTok, need some time, need some time.
3: Yeah, no, I wish there was a. Uh, more than 24 hours in a day, I'm getting ready to go jump on a plane down to Mexico. He's leaving now, oh, yeah, baby. He's leaving us. I'm going to down know. and. Uh, are you, you're going to fish, right? First golf, second fish. I'm going to golf on Friday. How does he
0: get that in on every
2: episode? I have no idea. It, it, it always comes up. It always comes up. So I'm going to
3: golf. <laughs> Don't say that word. And then most of the guys are going home. So I'm going down with 20 dudes. Batch the party. <laughs> Oh, that's just wrong. It's gonna be crazy. You think you'll make it back, Bobby? I don't, know. I don't think it's gonna be very good. <laughs> he might get stuck in but, Mexico. Uh, he might. So most of the people are staying or going home Sunday. I'm staying till Monday, so we're gonna get like some fishing in. Sweet. Yeah, I might. I might pick up a little bit of dirty vid <laughs> and stay for an extra week. Get a lot of fishing yeah. in. <laughs> look, I look.
0: I have COVID. I have to stay.
3: Uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But uh, no, we're excited. I. The, the only thing is, it's gonna be like. 18 mile an hour wind in like 75 degrees oh wow so but it'll be fun just to kind of relax
0: taking the northwest weather down there I guess so thank
3: god but uh you know a new country wouldn't do me too bad right now so uh we're gonna go down and have a good time and uh hopefully catch some some fish and you know maybe get a little hole in one on the water and
0: okay we're gonna be looking for some tiktok videos oh there'll be tiktoks
3: oh a fish I don't know I'm gonna be on beach (laughs) Maybe some TikToks, though. Yeah. TikToks. yeah. What,
2: what is that picture? It looks <laughs> like Britain might be upside down. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> up on stage at Mango Deck. Yeah. 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 All sorts of stuff. You guys got any fishing trips planned? We got some. I don't think we have anything planned, Bobby, until like July.
2: No, we do, too. We've got the uh, uh, retreat. Oh, we have the retreat of Roosevelt. Roosevelt. We're going
3: yeah. to attempt Roosevelt again. Maybe I'll catch my first coconut on Roosevelt. So I'm like oh for 10
0: yeah it should be i mean we say this every time it should be really good yeah, we got some
2: of our pro staffers coming in and and uh, we're gonna go up and, and fish uh, fish up around seven bays uh for uh, a few days and do a little playing around should yeah it should be a lot of fun
3: it should be really fun yeah. and then uh we start to run into you know summer summer run chinook and uh I'd be remiss to say not to go sign up for the Wenatchee Salmon Derby, which is uh, put on by Bobby I and a bunch of other awesome people at CCA. And uh, you can go into the WenatcheeSalmonDerby.com Salmon Derby.com mm-hmm. and purchase tickets. That's July 15th and 16th. We'll have way stations up at BB Bridge. And, uh, Somewhere in Wenatchee. I haven't quite figured that out yet. It'll be all all the information's on the website. Over 7,500 up for grabs. A bunch of awesome raffle prizes and all sorts of fun stuff. So uh, be sure to go to WancheseSamaderry.com and check that out. Uh, it's uh, supporting CCA and it's a great cause. So do it, fish it. Uh, odds are good. You'll probably you know get in some money. It'll hey, be a good we, time.
2: We get we got to push CCA. I mean they're they're a fantastic organization and have helped. Uh, tremendously up here in the pacific northwest absolutely you know yep. they've they've, uh, they've got more accomplished uh, under their belt in the last 10 years than uh, all the other uh, groups combined and people that basically are in the political political realm right to get things done which is what rare, it, it, what it which takes. is rare yeah yeah well, it, it's, what it it, takes.
3: it's the game you got to play today unfortunately <clears throat> Uh, Support a good cause, catch some good fish, and uh, have a good weekend. Um, We are going to take off. We'll report back on all of our comings and goings on the next episode of the We Are Doorsman podcast.